0: Hey, uh, hold up, man. I, I got say, Every year, man, a group of Christians gather to engage in the most difficult conversations in our culture. Issues of race, sexuality, poverty, politics, among many others. And you're invited. Q-2018, Q-IDEA's annual conference is coming to Nashville, April 11th through the 13th at the Nashville Music Center. Our nation, our communities are looking for leadership, searching for answers, and a hopeful way forward. The question is, how will people of faith respond?
1: Three out of four of your neighbors believe the solution is to talk more, to listen more, to hear from different sides. We don't all have to agree on everything. That's the point of Q, is to really engage the real conversation.
0: Engage today's cultural moment.
1: And so it's with that conviction that we host a conference like this for two and a half days to address what are some of the current issues that people don't know how to talk about, they don't know how to engage,
0: Lead a new conversation.
1: What does it mean to think Christianly about those topics?
0: Experience curated presentations from thought leaders who are motivated experts and experienced practitioners. Interact with professionals motivated by their faith in Jesus to pursue their vocation. You'll leave informed, inspired, and equipped. Q 2018 in Nashville, April 11th through the 13th. Learn more at qideas.org slash 2018.
1: Welcome to another edition of the Q Podcast. I'm Gabe Lyons and so glad that you are taking a few minutes to listen in on what we're talking about this week here on the podcast. And I'm excited about the interview coming up because I got to spend time with a creator, somebody who has the gift of seeing something that nobody else has seen before and saying, I can do that and I can do it better than what I've seen people attempt to do along this industry, along this way of of doing something that needs to exist in the world, but it just doesn't. And so much around Q, we talk about the idea of creating culture, creating new forms, which can be anything from a new business or a new service or a literal product or an innovation in, in your industry, or it could be fashion. It could be a new piece of clothing, whatever it is that we change culture, not by just sort of observing the existing culture, but we actually have to create new forms of culture that actually push people closer to the heart of God and what he has for them and and what the good life really looks like and, and what human flourishing looks like. So we'll get beyond all those big philosophical concepts to say, in the conversation I'm about to have, you're going to meet a social entrepreneur, somebody who said, I'm going to create something to help advance good. And that's so much of what we care about here at Q. And so it's the founder of something called VOMO, V-O-M-O, And his name is Rob Peabody. And so you're going to meet him in in just a moment. And I'm going to ask him some questions where you can just get to know him. But we're going to talk pretty specifically about the thing he created. Because we're excited about it at Q. Because so much of our mission is trying to help Christians know how they can advance good. How they can be restorers, as we talked about in the next Christians book. Or what does it mean to be reconcilers and pursue the ministry of reconciliation? What Rob has done is started to really... Pull all that into an incredible app, and using technology in a way that I think you're going to be excited about. So let's listen in now. Well, Rob, welcome to the Q Podcast. So glad that you could be with us today.
2: Hey, Gabe, thanks for having me on. This
1: is a privilege. You know, as I was just saying in in this introduction, I mean. The exciting thing about talking to you today is we talk a lot around Q about technology. And lots of times the discussion can, can lean towards understanding some of the negatives of technology, how it's affecting human relationships and all of those dynamics. And yet uh, when I see somebody like you who's been innovating in this space of how do you leverage technology to do a bunch of good, I get really excited because you're creating something that the world really needs and it values beautiful design and it's a beautiful thing and, and people are using it and it's, it's making a difference. And I just want to go back a little bit in your story, though, before we get into some of the specifics of how this technology is working right now to just better understand how you came as, as a former church planter, pastor, you know, how this became part of your pursuit to start to think more about technology uh, being a part of what God was calling you personally into getting engaged with. So could you catch us up a little bit on just that journey for you?
2: Oh yeah, totally. So uh, I'm from Dallas, you know, buckle of the Bible belt <laughs> in competition with Atlanta. And um, I uh, yeah was a pastor here at a large mega church in the Dallas area. And it was on an international trip in Jerusalem that God got a hold of me and gave me this vision. And I realized that things needed to change in my current vocation, the way I was I was leading the church back home in Dallas. And, it, you know, it felt like I was doing the mission of God and the name of God, but somehow missing the heart of God in the process because I was so systematized and was missing out on um, actually engaging with my local Jerusalem. You know, we're going to the ends of the earth, but not reclaiming our local Jerusalem and really living our faith right where we are. And Anyways, um, that led to me, uh, starting on profit, then also moving to London, England for the past six years as a church planner there. And, um, and what I kept seeing, you know, in the UK and Western Europe and also in America was that there's real disconnect in the church amongst people, especially the next generation who, you know, the great commandment and the great commission, we want to make it a value and an important priority in our life. But then there, we don't know how to actually move to the how of implementation. And, uh, and I read in the paper one day that the average person checks their smartphone now like 200 times a day. And, uh, millennials are spending hours in front of a screen and, and I was really praying into that and God was saying, um, you know, there's a way to leverage technology, uh, for the revival of, of my land and amongst a generation. And so really it was, it was pressing into how can we help create and transform culture by leveraging where the culture already is, uh, with technology and smartphones. Uh, But doing that in a redemptive way uh, for good. So that was kind of the impetus behind it.
1: You come at this from a ministry perspective of just saying, how do we help advance, you know, gospel thinking and the call of Christians to be engaged with their neighbors and and really involved in in advancing good? This is part of the Q mission, something we've been really trying to help churches understand and think about because it's such a, a huge part of the history of the church that. We're the ones who extend hospitality, who, who fight the injustices, who show up with compassion for those in need. And what I love about what you've done is started to make it really practical and easy for people to do this. Because I think one of the things in the volunteerism movement in America, you know, America used to be known for just having volunteers. It was just part of the culture. Everybody volunteered. Everybody, everybody was involved in some sort of civic activity, organization as a parent. You know, that was just expected when you were a citizen of of this country uh, in America. And um, and yet today we know that that's not happening quite as much, that uh, there's a little bit more of an inward look to ourselves of taking care of ourselves and our needs. But if we have time, maybe we volunteer, maybe we get involved in some things. But it, it just hasn't been at the forefront of thinking because we've become a lot more individualistic. And I look at something like VOMO that you created that actually takes volunteering, which, which sometimes – you know, honestly, can feel clunky. Like, how do I volunteer? Like, I want to, or, or in my heart, like, I want to go do something, and I want to help out. But how do I, you know, know where to meet up and when, and how long of a commitment am I making? Can I just do it for, like, the one Saturday I'm free? And, you know, there's all these parts to it that I think have made the process of volunteering a little more difficult these days. With all the technology we have, it seems like this should be way easier than it's ever been. And that's the idea, that the brilliance that I see that you just locked on to and have now started to create around. So would you describe a little bit about what you've created, this cultural good called VOMO that you built?
2: VOMO, really, it's it's out of that heart-to-leverage technology for good, and it's a mobile website platform, web platform and app that connects all these real, tangible like needs in local communities with believers, with churches, with nonprofits, business people, even government really trying to tackle all the sectors of society to see transformation across America. But it connects them up via our platform. And within three clicks, somebody can sign up with their Facebook account and be a part of the solution of uh, really tangibly living out their faith. And one of the things I love about it is that it kind of breaks the ignorance barrier to us because a lot of us, you know, we want to do good. And like when the hurricanes came through recently, I had so many people calling. They're like, I, I want to help, but I don't know what to do. And so we've we've kind of consolidated all these needs and opportunities that people can go serve at and find just opportunities through Vomo. And then for organizations or for churches and businesses, it's it's kind of the the platform that can come in and streamline everything that their their culture and uh, people are doing across their organization, and streamline it for them, connect them to social media, but then also give them all the the analytics and metrics and allow them to quantify the good that their people are actually doing locally. So trying to kill the clipboard and uh, bring it into the 21st century and, and really mobilize as many people as possible
1: to see transformation happen. You're able to allow people to create new projects, sort of establish kind of the commitment times needed. People can scroll through it almost as like, if you know, if you're used to scrolling through a Facebook feed or Instagram feed, mm-hmm. you know, describe a little bit about the interface and because I think that's actually what makes this work so well is
2: how simple it is. Yeah, so you, you log on, you create an account super quick. Um, and when you get on there, you start seeing all these images and those are actual opportunities in your local community. So it, it geolocates where you are. And, uh, and really we wanted to just be able to provide opportunities to go be part of the solution right there. So you can just click on a project and then it prompts you into pick the date that you want to serve. And then really you can pinpoint down into what type of volunteer you want. And then as soon as you sign up for a project, it prompts you to go share it to social media. So we, we really want to be telling the story that's kind of breaking the cycle of individualism you were talking about earlier of, of sharing the good that the church is doing across all the sectors that we're l- working and living in onto our Facebook feeds and on Twitter and messenger. And then for organizations, yeah. it's, it's allowing them to post all these projects and to really get this out to new audiences that maybe, maybe they're not interacting with currently. I know you mentioned churches
1: using this platform, but what I love about it is it's for all the channels of culture. We talk a lot about business and, government and social sector and, and essentially the church is one of your clients, but a lot of your clients aren't doing anything related to religion. They're just saying, we want to do good in our community, right? And and if that's happening, explain a little bit about that movement in corporate culture to recruit their employees to volunteer and just give give us a little window into that, especially those those who are in ministry and think of this as something just the church is doing and and nobody else in the community thinks about these things. How much is actually happening in corporate America related to volunteerism?
2: Oh yeah. I mean, it's, this is the new trend. I mean, the generation, the millennial generation is quickly becoming the largest workforce in the world and they highly, highly value experience and serving for something greater than just profit. Right. And so, corporate culture is catching on to this and so there's they're actually incentivizing employees and giving paid time off uh to their folks to go and serve and volunteer locally. And so there's a whole movement of this happening. And uh unfortunately, usually that's it's pretty archaic ways that a lot of companies are doing this. And so with Vomo we're we're saying that we're powering their corporate give back. And so we help organize all of their uh local service projects, help mobilize their employees to go give back locally. And, um, you know, I came across a stat just last, eh, about a month ago, it's a Deloitte study. And it said that 89% of employees say that workforce morale is increased by volunteering together more than going to happy hours. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) finding it's, it's, it's that common shared experience to do something to better society that's greater and bigger than you. And regardless of people's faith, they are, this is what they're wanting.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, one of the Ideas uh, we've talked about through Q a lot has been the idea that community is something that in the church we talk a lot about community or people coming together for small groups or having meals together and that that builds community. But truly the thing that builds community most is working together. And Exactly. When you look at the people you're really close to, that you interact with on a weekly basis a lot, that you're staying in good communication with, it's not normally just the person that's been a good friend for many years, and so you're keeping up socially. You usually have something you're working on together, and when you're in those moments working together, you build bonds, you have conversations. You know, In addition to that, for for Christian uh, ministries and organizations, or just the Christian business leader listening to this, Lots of times through volunteering, that's where we build relationships where we have some substantive conversations with people outside of just the general topics that come up in the five minute water cooler conversation. Um, you know, depending on what you're doing together, you you might really get to know people through this process and it's, it's an easy way to do that. And, you know, I, I was thinking too, Rob, what was so cool to me is when this latest hurricanes took place, the hurricanes weren't cool. But what happened after the hurricanes (laughs) was really cool because we started to see the church and so many people starting to rise up. and, And I mean, I remember that the headline in USA Today talking about how the church in the wake of Harvey had responded in a lot of ways quicker than FEMA did. And that FEMA was looking at the local church and ministry networks already on the ground as their main way to be able to distribute and actually accomplish the goals because of how rich and thick those relationships and networks were. Um, I know VOMO became a discussion point with FEMA, and that might be something you're still, I don't even know if you can talk about that, but I just know you and I have talked about how even the U.S. government is looking at VOMO, what you've created, as the platform that may be able to help people understand
2: all of the projects they could participate in. Is that still moving along? Yeah, totally. Um, What was interesting is when all that happened, uh, I was watching CNN and one of the retired army guys who's down there that overseeing it he he got on CNN with Anderson Cooper and said what he's looking at all the devastation and the needs and looking at the potential army of volunteers and he's like what we need is a technical disruptive solution something like Google would make that that connects all these needs with real people to go meet the need that want to and I was like holy cow like that is what God has given us with VOMO, and so that's consequently led to yeah a lot of talks with FEMA about a national disaster response, and then also he's like DC uh, for all of their disaster relief modules and just or, well, just 365 volunteering that's going on. So, yeah, it, it's, it's this wave of, of our nation wanting to go and do something outside of what benefits them for other people regardless of their faith. And what I love is that God's giving us an opportunity as believers to kind of lead the cultural charge in that and not be overtly evangel- evangelistic about it all the time, but at least be demonstrating the gospel. And then through that shared experience, like you're talking about, and those relationships that are built, be able to proclaim and share about why we're doing this. And, and really to me, that's that's what's going to help change culture in these sectors that we're talking about when, when we've got kingdom citizens living that out on a day-to-day basis, regardless of their vocation. Yeah, I'm so excited that God put it
1: on your heart to go build this and, and to not just kind of do it like the easiest way you could do it, but really saying we're going to go build a platform that can last, that can serve hundreds of thousands of users and projects and show up in cities. And the excellence in which you've created this piece of culture is going to transform the way people think about volunteering, the way they think about city movements. I know some of the people listening to this are part of a city movement. Um, I know a lot of our Q Commons leaders were just coming off of Q Commons here recently, where We had people from different sectors come together for a night to really think about how do we engage our city. And I know many of them are going to be using the Vomo platform as a way to actually um, start to put out the projects that come up through those communities, through the churches in the area. So that literally any day you could go put in your zip code or or look at your geo um, code and tag and you can look at that app and you can see that, hey, tomorrow there's like three things I could do And, and you can customize it to your schedule, get it on your calendar. It's just awesome. So thank you for following that call to do it. I know there's still there's so many more things you're wanting to contribute uh, and add to it, but it's just a gift, I think, to the church, to Christians who are really trying to figure out in society now, like how do we roll up our sleeves and get involved? Because some people seem to not want us involved, uh, and then others are realizing, like after hurricanes, how critical it is for the church to be involved. And so I just think this is one more tool God's using, to start to unify us, to bring us together as a church for this next season, and just excited that you've been able to do it. Um, Tell us, Rob, I mean, what, what are some of the things as you see people volunteering or the number of projects that are coming through? I know the hurricane relief efforts have probably been one of the bigger ones in recent months, but do you guys get a sense as you look at the data of just the types of projects that people seem to be most interested in or any really interesting ones to you that just stood out where you said, you know what, that was a pretty creative idea to to go work on that in somebody's community or a local school? Give us a sense of sort of the practical
2: side of how some of these have played out. Yeah. um So on the site, you we allow people to tag the projects based on different special interests. And so, you know, you can go to human trafficking or poverty or – homelessness but uh one really cool one is there's a group here in dallas we did an event with the mayor here and he identified like the top five issues in dallas that are our needs and and what was cool is he said the church is kind of like the ace up his sleeve that he can throw out there to to be released to go attack these issues that he can't necessarily drive through government solutions sometimes and one of those was uh illiteracy and i had no clue like we found out that a lot of the Dallas Independent School District kids, um, there's a high uh, illiteracy rate. And so what we did is we started creating, we created a whole campaign on illiteracy and then started pushing that out to uh, businesses to mobilize their employer employees, um, as well as churches to go and sit down and create these reading matters campaigns with children who are under resourced to sit down with them and start reading with them. So I thought that was that was cool because it's tangible and it's real and it's not just like, oh, that's a good idea. It's like an actual need for the city that we can be mobilizing people to go make a difference for the kingdom there. Yeah. Um, so seen, uh, a really interesting one is in DC. One of their biggest issues is when they have these snowstorms that come in, they, uh, they have elderly people who are actually stuck inside their houses and can't leave and can't get medicine or food. And so they need, they, they, Really try to mobilize and they're using Vomo to do it now. Um, millennials and young people who can go shovel their pavement, like their walkways mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. them out, to get them out of the house. And they say that this actually is saving a person's life, which I had no clue that that was an issue, but we're, we found that through the platform and now are mobilizing people to go do that kind of thing. So mm. there's all kinds of kinds of, I don't know, we don't, we don't stop to slow down to think about this kind of stuff. And so it's cool when that we come awakened to it when we see it on the platform, like, Oh wow, like, I don't have to go to Africa and sell everything I own to go make a difference. I can go shovel the uh, elderly person down the roads pavement and then, and that's really changing the life. You yeah.
1: Know? yeah. So in terms of just practically with those listening right now who are going, Hey, I'm kind of interested in this. I want to check it out. The website to go to is VOMO, V-O-M-O dot org slash Q. When you go there, we actually created a page that's specific to Q because um, we're partnering with VOMO. We think this is one of the, best tools we could get behind um, and help people know about. And when you go there, you can check it out, see what it looks like. You can also sign on and actually check out what's happening in your own community. If you see there's not a lot of projects in your community, guess what that means? It means that somebody needs to take the leadership effort for your city, for your church, for your neighborhood and your community and build something like this. And it's just another great way for you to gain influence as somebody who's convening great people and great projects and helping people connect together and do good together. Rob, thank you for being a part of this, for leading so well. We're excited to just have you around with Q uh, more often and being a part of this future that we're all, I think, trying to create together to practically figure out how do we as Christians lead and advance good in our industries, in our society. And you've just given us just a wonderful tool to do that with. And we're really thankful uh, to be connected with you guys.
2: Yeah, Gabe, yeah, thanks. And I I yeah, I love this partnership because it's, it's transforming you know, with the head, the heart, and then outworking that to the hands, and how we're seeing a generation rise up across the nation for, for his kingdom. So I'm pumped. Yeah, well, thank you, Rob.
0: Gabe will be back in just a few moments with some special information about Vomo and a special offer available only through Q. I'm Paul Perot from Faith Radio, and we have a few moments right now to talk about this spring's Q Conference in Nashville, April 11th through the 13th. When you attend, you will hear from a wide array of thought leaders who have experience in dealing deeply with many of the issues that our nation faces. Leaders like Tony Evans, Andy Crouch, and David Kinnaman, who has a special invitation for you. Hey guys, I've been friends with Gabe Lyons now for
1: more than 15 years, and I've had the chance uh, to not only write a couple of books with Gabe, but also to speak at the Q Conference. I'd like to invite you to join us this April for the next Q Conference uh, in Nashville. And I'm gonna be speaking there again on Trends 2018. I'll be talking about trends that are defining a post-truth society. Uh, But I couldn't encourage you more to attend the Q Conference It's a wonderful learning community where we get exposed to a lot of different things that are happening in our world and how we can respond as Christians. Uh, And again, just knowing uh, Gabe and Rebecca Lyons personally, it's just a wonderful event uh, put on by people who really care about the future of
0: the church. Thanks, Dave. Now, along with great speeches, you'll also experience curated events, plus interact with others like you wanting to advance good in your communities. Learn more about the speakers, the offerings of Q, and plus, get your tickets at QIdeas.org slash 2018. Again, that's QIdeas.org slash 2018. Let's get back to Gabe.
1: Well, I hope you enjoyed hearing this conversation with Rob and just hearing a little bit about how he's approached this and, and a little bit about just this specific technology platform. We think for anybody who's following Q, you're involved in Q, one of your motivations, as we know you, is to get involved in things, to to be involved, to serve others, to actually do good in your community. But it's not always easy to know how to do that, where to do it, uh, and who to do it with. And so through VOMA, we think we've kind of cracked the code on an opportunity that's going to be a big-time opportunity for churches to start to take advantage of and to learn more about as well as for those who are working in their own organizations. And you might sense that you have an opportunity in your company to say, hey, what if our company could actually make volunteerism something that's a higher priority and make that simple for people who want to volunteer? Maybe you're the one who would take on that task. So it's simple to get involved, and in fact, by doing it through Q, you're going to get a significant discount that makes this something possible for you to get involved in, test out, start to use the platform, see how it works for you, and then decide if you're going to stay on. So um, not only do you get one month free of this platform, but you're going to get 25% off for the first year when you go to vomo.org slash Q. So just the letter Q, you'll see a custom page set up that describes all of this, lets you get to know it. And then before you know it, your friends can log in. Everybody can have a, a simple way to access this on their phones and you'll be seeing the projects that are happening in your community, and you're able to create projects. So we would just encourage you to check it out. We're thankful for partners like Rob and VOMO uh, for innovating and leading the way and doing some things that we at Q probably would never create, but when we see things like this, we want to be the first to introduce you to them. So I hope you'll check that out at VOMO.org slash Q. Well, this has been another edition of the Q podcast. Continue to follow us. And invite your friends. Share these episodes with your friends. Share this one with pastors, leaders, people who you know are leading organizations, and this could benefit them if they just kind of heard about it and knew it existed. And continue to follow us every week at QIdeas.org, where we're really trying to delve into questions and give you the best content we can on how you can think well and advance good in our culture. Until next time, I hope you have a great week.